Hey folks, I know you don't normally hear from me on Mondays, but I'm making an exception to share some exciting news. We just launched a new podcast, a daily podcast. It's called The Next Big Idea Daily, and it's hosted by my colleague, Michael Kavnat. Every day, you'll get a quick masterclass in better, smarter living with help from thinkers like Adam Grant, Susan Cain, Daniel Pink, Greg McEwen, Kim Scott, and lots of others you may not have heard of, but who have ideas that might just make your day a little brighter in just 10 minutes. Here's today's episode featuring New York Times bestselling author and team building expert, Daniel Coyle. To hear the rest of this week's episodes, Follow the next big idea daily wherever you're listening right now. LinkedIn presents. Most organizations, actually, when you look at them, add up to less than the sum of their parts. They're interacting in ways that diminish the overall effect of their talent. It's Monday, and welcome to the next big idea daily. I'm your host, Michael Kovnett. I'm a co-founder of the Next Big Idea Club. I'm a documentary filmmaker and writer. And on this show, I'm going to be sitting down with some of the world's great thinkers. And we'll talk about five of their big ideas, one idea per day, Monday through Friday. So every day you'll get a little hit of knowledge and inspiration, adding up to a week-long masterclass on topics like leadership, creativity, relationships, basically the art and science of living better and smarter. And if you miss a day, don't worry. When you subscribe to the podcast, all the episodes will be available in our feed for free. And you can also join our community on LinkedIn, where we'll be sharing more resources and swapping ideas about how to apply these insights to your own career and your own life. So let's get started. That voice you heard at the top of the show was Daniel Coyle, best-selling author of The Talent Code, The Culture Code, and most recently, The Culture Playbook. Dan's a leading authority on how to build great teams at work, on the field, and at home. And he's going to be sharing that wisdom with us all this week. After years spent researching groups like the Navy SEALs, Pixar, and the San Antonio Spurs, and dozens of others, Dan's concluded that these organizations punch above their weight, not because they're collections of especially talented individuals, but because they have a culture that leads to high performance. And creating that kind of culture isn't some kind of magic trick. It can be achieved through a series of concrete actions that Dan has labeled the culture code. The first element of the code, the one we're gonna talk about today, is psychological safety. How do you create the right kind of atmosphere that will help your team succeed? According to Dan, you've got to amplify your warmth. Have a listen to his idea, and then I'll be back to talk to Dan about it. Take a second and think about the best, most cohesive group you've ever been a part of in your life. Maybe it was in sports, maybe school, or maybe work. Do you know that signature feeling of energy, of selflessness, of possibility, of connection? Now, we call that feeling group chemistry. Because it feels like magic, but it's not magic. It's psychological safety. And it happens through an exchange of behaviors that are called belonging cues. A belonging cue is a short, simple, warm behavior that sends the signal, I see you. I care. You have a voice here. We share a future. 
and strong cultures send belonging cues like crazy. One of my favorites is the San Antonio Spurs and their coach, Greg Popovich. At the end of every season, Coach Pop meets with each player and he does something surprising. He thanks them for allowing him to coach them. Those are his exact words. Thank you for allowing me to coach you. Now, by all logic, this makes zero sense. Both coach and player are compensated extremely well for doing their jobs. But Coach Pop isn't merely thanking. He is affirming a deeper truth. You matter. Amplifying warmth doesn't just feel nice. It builds the foundation of safe connection on which everything else is built. So maybe you could give me just another example or two of what a culture of warmth is, of of how one would amplify their warmth in various settings. Yeah, it's weird. When I was reporting this book, I was traveling around visiting, oh, Navy SEAL Team 6 and IDO and Pixar and other places with extraordinary culture. And I kept having this weird experience where, like, I'd go to report the book as a a journalist. My whole thing is to be objective. And by the first couple days, I'd be like having this feeling like, I want to quit my job and work with these people. Like I, I would get sucked in and my identity would be sucked in and my interest and my motivation. And I would come back from these trips and tell my wife, like, like oh, really, every time it was the same conversation, it's like, this is amazing. I think I think I should go work for them. Honey, I'm going to join SEAL Team 6. <laughs> exactly. It was ludicrous. It was completely ludicrous. But, but it kept happening and I felt this intense connection. And I think a lot of us have that feeling in life at various points, right? At various points, maybe it's when we're in school, maybe it's through family, maybe it's through faith maybe it's through the work we do, whatever it is, this, this connection. And, and that's what belonging cues are. They're, they act on you kind of like a drug. And they come in a lot of flavors. You know, Coach Pop does a very good one there saying, you know, thank you for allowing me to coach you. It's a signal. But down deep, it's, you really can't fake them. It's not just about being warm and fuzzy. It's about care. You know, it's about curiosity. It's about learning. And most of all, it's kind of about voice. Like, that's the thing that people misunderstand about psychological safety. They tend to think, oh, we know that safety is important. We need to make everyone feel safe. Well, that doesn't mean you should wrap them in fleece, right? That doesn't mean they should just feel secure and cuddled. It actually means that they should feel like they have a voice, like they have an impact, like their voice is heard. And that comes out of care. When you actually look at the root word of culture, the root word is, comes from Latin for care. And so that is what belonging comes from. It doesn't come from just being sort of warm and fuzzy or wanting to, be, wanting to make people feel very secure. It comes from a genuine curiosity about like, who are you? Like, I want to I learn from you. I want to be connected with you. We share a future. That's what belonging cues are all about. And that's what creates that kind of connective, magical feeling. Now, Dan, you're an independent author, a freelance writer, so you're not necessarily in a team setting all the time. But I wonder if you, maybe in your family or in other groups that you're part of, have found yourself using some of these belonging cues. Oh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. You know, it came out at our dinner table, actually. There was... There's a conversation that happens at every dinner table of every family, and it's the same conversation where your kids show up at dinner and you ask them the question that every parent has asked every child ever, which is, how was your day? And when you actually uh, look at that, that question has, I don't think, ever created a good conversation in the history of mankind, like ever. Like no one's ever said, oh, what a great question, dad. That was brilliant. So a better moment 
that I've sort of learned doing this is instead of that, you sort of share something you screwed up at and just sort of share it as kind of a belonging cue, you know? And that is what creates that sense of connection and safety. Uh, that's what brings people together. So when you learn about this science and you, and you see it modeled so vividly by different leaders, uh, when you see leaders, as I did, you know, constantly pick up little pieces of trash off the floor, like taking care of the environment for the people around them. When you see leaders, make sure that everybody has got food and everybody has water. Simple as that. These little simple acts of care end up being incredibly impactful because that's the way we're built. We're built to respond to people who genuinely care about us. Um, and so those acts of care, which are so easy to overlook, end up being, you know, those, these incredibly critical moments in the formation of any culture. Thank you so much, Dan. Okay, everyone, Dan's going to be back tomorrow to tell us what he thinks is the key way you can create a warm, psychologically safe environment for your team. Spoiler, it means you've got to be a little vulnerable. If you can't wait to hear all of Dan's big ideas, go ahead and download the Next Big Idea app, where you'll find a lot of material from Dan, including an entire video course for The Culture Code and lots of other great stuff. Oh, and check out our community on LinkedIn. I'm Michael Kovnat. See you tomorrow. tomorrow.